Recording. Yay. 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 Ooh. Ooh. That's me being the Fonz. I don't okay. know what you're doing. I, <laughs> I was being the Fonz dying. Oh. Aww. <laughs> like on Scream. Henry Winkler. Let's talk about Henry Winkler. So, right, welcome to the fifth episode of Keeping Up with Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Today, we're talking about Henry Winkler. And <laughs> I love Henry Winkler because he just seems like a great, sweet man. Yes. And one day, I was on Twitter and I followed him, and someone tweeted him and said, like, where's a good place to get lunch in New York City? And he replied. And I thought, I'm going to do that. And I, <laughs> and I tweeted Henry Winkler and I said, um, where's a good place to get breakfast in New York City? And he replied, and I think it's called Smile. I can't remember. He's like, Smile on, on Bond Street. It, they do great whatever. And I was like, great. Put that in my mind. And then when me and my mom and my sister went to New York in November, we went there. Yeah. It was great. I took so many pictures. Wow. It, it was really good. Um, and then came home, watched Master of None. They're in there. I, you know, at every turn in that story, I thought something was going to go wrong. And it just doesn't. It's just a lovely story. Just a lovely story. Went, right. Okay. So it's been a jaunty beginning, but you have already informed me that this is a sad episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, love Henry Winkler. Season one, episode five of Keeping Up with Kardashian is, is called Remembering Dad, which means someone's dead, so. I'm sorry, we're talking about the late, great Robert Kardashian Sr. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's not a joke. No. Yeah, rest in peace. So, the... uh, That phrase. What the fuck is that? What, rest? Rest in peace. Oh, no. He's dead. Rest in peace. Like, do they know he's not resting? (laughs) Well... (laughs) If he was resting, you should not have buried him. Oh my god. On the way here, mm. uh, there's some memorial place. And I noticed that um, they had ones in the shape of bears. Like, you know how they make ones for kids? Yeah. Okay, I thought that was weird. But, like, you know that they do that? Like, I thought bear, pretty normal. And then I saw one that was, like, a normal one. I know what you're going to say. But with Bob the Builder on it. Oh! You went for Bob the Builder? There's also one with Woody from Toy Story. Is there? Yeah. Both? Woody from Toy Story is like someone our age dying, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Toy Story not... 3. Oh, okay. That's still for the older kids, though. Yeah, it's sad yeah. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, kids dying now don't know about Toy Story as much as they would Bob the Builder. Yeah. Having said that, I wouldn't mind Woody as my yeah. ev- eternal guardian. Yeah, maybe guardian. the kids one. <laughs> Yeah, there's a big bear as well, and the bear looks so scary that he looks like he might have eaten the child that's died. (laughs) Aww. It's not a real child, I made him up. Okay. What would you rather people said instead of rest in peace? Um, They were great. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What if they're not, though? Well, if they're not, then people are saying rest in peace disingenuously. No, but you cannot like someone but still hope that they rest in peace. Because maybe you're hoping, like, I don't, I hope they don't have business to do and come back and haunt me. I think that's what rest in peace means. It means don't come back don't and haunt me. Don't come back me. and haunt me. Okay, rest I would like peace. that then. Okay. Don't come, like, <laughs> you know how rest in peace is... Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Don't come back and haunt me. D.C.B.A.H.M. <laughs> DCBHM. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. DCBHM. Yeah, that that I'm happier with because it's it's no one saying rest in peace for the person because the person doesn't exist any longer. Mm. They're saying it for maybe the person's family and friends and themselves, and that seems like a suitably selfish response to a death. Don't come back and haunt me. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could extend it to don't come back and haunt us. Don't if come you, back and haunt. Don't come back and haunt. Don't haunt DH. <laughs> also desperate housewives. Okay, let's get down to BR, BT's brass tacks. 
You can't just do that. <laughs> can though. <laughs> um, so, season one, episode five, yep. keeping up the Kardashians, remembering dad. The Wikipedia synopsis says, the family remembers Robert Kardashian on his death anniversary. Chloe, not dealing well with the anniversary, gets drunk and ends up arrested for a DUI. Oh my God. Tell Jesus. me your thoughts. Uh, sounds, does sound sad. It sounds like it's probably a pretty good episode. Yeah. But pretty, guiltily so. Pretty weird. So it opens with like a photo of Robert Kardashian. It's a shot of a photo. It's not a photo. Right. So... And Chris is speaking over it, and she's like, people remember Robert Kardashian as the attorney in the O.J. Simpson trial. It's coming up for the anniversary of his death. It's been four years. Every year we go to his favourite Armenian restaurant. So, okay, nice. for a quick reminder, if you don't know, Robert Kardashian, patriarch of the family, has been dead for four years. He died of esophageal cancer, was famous for being O.J.'s defence attorney. Four years isn't very long. It's not. No, 2003. Not that long. No. A lot's happened. A lot. And we're going to get into some of Kris Jenner and all things Kardashian, her autobiography, and just give you some more backstory later on Robert Kardashian and Kris Jenner's relationship. Yeah, the glee with which you drew that from your bag earlier, smiling at me (laughs) and holding it aloft. So they're at their favourite Armenian restaurant. Good. And uh, Rob starts seeing what his favourite memory was. He's like... (laughs) Is his favourite memory when Kim did Playboy? (laughs) (laughs) Kim, you look hot. <laughs> We're not supposed to be looking at this. <laughs> That's your sister. Um, so Rob is like, my favourite memories is when Dad would come into my room every night and say prayers with me. Huh. That's sweet. Sure. Also a bit weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. For that to be Because he must favorite. have been quite old also. I feel like you say your prayers with like a little kid. But Rob's like... 20 something here that's four years ago so he's like a late teenager and he loves that his dad comes into his bedroom every night and says prayers with him well he's not saying my last memory of him is this my favorite memory that doesn't need to be the last memory (laughs) okay it can still be like i've been rumbled (laughs) (laughs) kim's like i think we all had very different relationships with him and that's when courtney says that her favorite memory is that she would watch old movies and she'd be like really into them she'd be enjoying them and at the end, the end wouldn't be recorded because Robert Kardashian was shit at recording things. <laughs> <laughs> so our favourite memories are dad being shit at recording stuff off the TV. <laughs> See that, that is actually, if a writer of a sort of quirky independent film had come up with that line, they would be so pleased with that. Because yeah. actually that is quite revealing of a family that is a bit blissful. Like you love somebody because of their, you know, a bit of a, technophile or yeah. whatever that's quite sweet I it like sounds it. like something a Greta Gerwig character would say it sounds <laughs> like exactly Noah like Baumbach that. wrote Courtney's line <laughs> for this episode <laughs> your single line <laughs> script edited by Noah Baumbach <laughs> <laughs> produced by Chris Jenner and Ryan Seacrest <laughs> I'd watch it <laughs> um, Chloe's like ignoring it all because she's still like angry she's still upset this is a very chloe centric episode they're all talking about their favorite memories and chloe's like on her phone she's not looking happy she's ignoring it because she says in like a thing she's like i don't like to talk about him dying i can talk about happy memories and stuff but i don't like talking about him dying she's still not really over it so it's a bit tricky for her then if the whole family have this thing where they go and structurally talk about it in his favourite restaurant. You know, she can't, I imagine, feel like she can say, I'm not coming to that. Yeah. Because it would feel disrespectful yeah. to everybody. But he doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. It's not helping her grieving process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's just there. Just there, yeah. on her phone. Not wanting to Texting. be. Uh, Kim says that her favourite memory is, like, it's such a dad joke. She says that she would be, like, drinking tea and she'd be putting, like, honey in her tea and he'd be like, would you like more tea with your honey or more hot chocolate with your sugar? <laughs> Which, like, I'm like, Kim, why are you putting sugar in your hot chocolate? No uh, wonder your brother has diabetes. Really? Yeah. But only recently. Uh-huh. It's 2007, he's fine. Okay. He's fit. Um, maybe, like, he didn't come to Kim and Kanye's wedding because, basically, Kim called him fat. He didn't go to the wedding and he's been, like living in obscurity for a few years he didn't he wasn't seen by like paparazzi or anything for a few years when he was he was really really fat and depressed mm. and now he's being seen again Th- thinner yeah happier okay. do you know why N- no 
because of black china that's not a drug that's <laughs> a slimming pill no that's mother of king cairo real name angela white <laughs> sorry mother of Kim- king cairo king cairo's father is tiger oh tiger who's yep. dating kylie jenner yep Ooh. wow <laughs> okay all right i mean this is the kind of stuff we'll cover later, later but it's an intense web like if you didn't understand that that's fine most people don't <laughs> but soon it'll, well not well, soon 80 or so episodes yeah 80 or so it episodes. will become clear we'll explain <coughs> you could google it but <laughs> um so chloe's saying that she isn't over it and they play like sepia home movies over chloe saying <laughs> that she's not over her father dying and then there's like an echoing Robert Kardashian from a whole movie saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh like my over God. Like a whole movie of Chloe saying that she's not over her father's <laughs> death. Wow. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. And sad. <laughs> Don't haunt me. <laughs> Don't haunt me. <laughs> Tonight, you're going to be in bed. Robert Kardashian's going to appear at you and like, I'm joking about my daughters. <laughs> Wow, I, I would like that. Mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't know who it was. <laughs> I told you, didn't I, that I saw a picture of, on the oh, side of a bus, yeah. there's like a billboard at the moment. For Hey You. For Hey You. Uh, and Hannah, Silent Hannah, who usually sits in the corner, uh, said, look, it's the Kardashians. And it was the three sisters. Mm-hmm. The three proper sisters, not the <laughs> Jenna scum. <laughs> uh, and I didn't, no. Yeah. Or... No, you don't even know what they look like. No. So, after the Armenian restaurant sad date, yep. um, Chloe and Courtney are in Dash, and Chloe's, like, complaining because Courtney's on the phone, and she's, like, ordering stuff over the phone, and Kim's opening packages, and Chloe's like, get the fuck out. You're at work. Why are you buying stuff on the phone? Why are you opening your private things here? She, like... Kim's like, I ordered stuff here. I don't want to give people my home address. I'm going to give some stuff to you. Calm down. And Chloe's just like screaming at them, get the fuck out. She picks up the packages, chucks them out the door. She's like, get the fuck out. I've got to clean up in here. Yous are making a mess. I don't want to be cleaning all day. Get the fuck out. So she's really angry. Yeah. Over big, not very... Big reaction. Yeah, big reaction to Hints it. at a... Ooh, she's not really angry about that. Yeah. Mm. She's like, I've been putting up with your shit all day. I need a Xanax. I'm breaking out from working so much. Get the fuck out. Wow. Yeah. So she's really upset. Yeah. Um, and that's when Kim says in a talking head, she's like, Chloe better get her act together. Something really bad is going to happen to her. Which makes her sound like a witch. Like, that sounds like <laughs> a threat that a witch would make. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Kim's like, Chloe better sorry herself better. <laughs> So there's going to be a curse upon her house. <laughs> she will not rest in peace. <laughs> it's going to be a bad harvest for Chloe. <laughs> um, so then Chloe just, she leaves Dash and she's like, you know what? We're going to party. I'm going to forget all about this. I'm going to turn into an alcoholic tonight. That's the way she says it. <laughs> wow. Responsible. Yeah. Reasonable response to your angry response. Yeah. Oh, I overreacted? Well, I'm going to be an alcoholic. <laughs> For a night. <laughs> That's how it works. I'm going to drink heavily one night only. <laughs> alcoholic. Um, so it's the three of them, even though she screamed at them, it's Courtney, Kim and Chloe okay. going out partying. And um, Kim is sober, as we know. Kim is a sober gal. Yeah. And she's heard saying something like, she's like, I always know when my sisters are past the point of no return, which I think is a great Kim Kardashian reference to the Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) (laughs) Also could be seen as a little bit witchy in itself. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What is with Kim this episode? (laughs) She's wearing a lot of light pointed hats and stuff. (laughs) She's like a pox on your houses. (laughs) I know when you're shit. I don't know. (laughs) What do witches say? Uh, I know when you're shit. Ooh, happy Halloween. Happy, oh, you've come dressed as I know when you're shit witch. That's what I'm going as for Halloween. I know when you're shit witch. <laughs> like, you know those doll toilet roll holders? Yeah. Like that, but with a witch's hat on? That's the I know when you're shit witch. 
Did I ever tell you I was in a natural history museum in November in New York? Very themed episode. <laughs> and there was like a lab or something in it so you could see people who were doing like actual work. Like that dinosaur Jurassic shit. Park. Yes, which is why I was so excited. Um, <laughs> they had a dinosaur skull in the back of the lab and there was a witch's hat on it. Wow, because it just been... Yeah. They, like, it is astounding how much it isn't a lie how seriously Halloween is taken in the States. Yeah. Like, you think that it's one of those things we're fed over here by movies like E.T. They really do They it. go crazy. Like, the police station, where well, I was there on the run-up to Halloween and actually let, flew back on Halloween like day. On a broomstick. On a broomstick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saying, I know when you're shit. <laughs> um, but the police station was, like, covered in spooky, spooky cobwebs. And it's just like... <laughs> Guys, that's yeah, a Yeah, like, you're really playing into the stereotype here. That's a police station. <laughs> like, you wouldn't go into a police station and expect to see, like, a Christmas tree. So no. why are there spooky, spooky cobwebs? <laughs> or, like, you know, the police, all policemen wearing little bunny ears at Easter. Yeah. That would be nice. I would love that. <laughs> you know, for all the time she gets arrested. <laughs> we just take the edge off. Yeah. Why, why, when Chloe gets a DUI, they aren't dressed up and... <laughs> Festival themed. I don't know. Festival themed. Festival themed. <laughs> like a couple of clouds, a couple of mimes. Seasonal. <laughs> Festival. Yeah. Those aren't the same thing. No. You know what's weird? We should just, I mean, we're sprawling all over the place, but that's fine. The last episode obviously was a Playboy episode. This time we're talking about people dressed as bunnies. Mm. I think it's one of the weirdest things in society the the idea of a woman dressed as a bunny is sexy yeah like it's arbitrary they, they thought of like playboy bunny they thought of that as like a thing obviously mm-hmm. and then they dressed these women up as bunnies but before that no one was going oh sexy bunny you know they weren't which just leads me to believe that like, with the right marketing any animal any, well, a woman dressed as any animal can be sexy. Yeah, you're making me think of Mean Girls and when, like, they're all dressed as, like, slutty animals and she's like, I'm a mouse, duh. Like, you just wear lingerie and some form of animal ears. Like, <laughs> but yeah. the ultimate's the bunny. Yeah, the ultimate, completely. Mm-hmm. But, and, and, you know, really, really, you know, we all know it's just because they're not wearing much apart from ears and a tail. Mm-hmm. But... It would be nice to stretch it and see how far it goes before it becomes distracting. Like, how odd an animal could you go before you were like, What's I'm not even looking at those boobs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like maybe you could probably uh, sort of a uh, llama girl would mm. be fine. I think that people would Long still neck. be. That's if they sexy. had like a big long <laughs> neck, furry neck, they spat everywhere. They spat everywhere. Big long neck. I think. I think still that I think people would be fine with that with the right marketing. But maybe like a millipede. Oh, see, because I was gonna say a spider, but then I was like, no, because you'd be like, oh, what can you do with all those legs? Yeah. Like, so I disagree. Millipede sexy. You think millipede sexy? I think it could be with the right marketing. Maybe. What are you going to do with all those legs? Yeah. How many vaginas are between all of those legs? Right. Yeah. Okay. 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 Maybe. Here's the challenge. Uh I can make any animal sexy and I'm not afraid. (laughs) Right. Okay. I'm going to put it to the test. And obviously, at any point. I'm going to say, what are you going to do with all those legs? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If anyone at home wants to carry this on, please email us at Cuckoo. At, yeah, at Cuckoo, which is K-U-W-K-U-W-T-K at gmail.com. Yeah, just email us, any animal, and we'll see how it goes. But I'll, I'll make start it you off with a, I know you hate them, fun fact, scared of them, butterfly. Mm, I feel like butterflies are a sexy Halloween costume already. Just yeah. slap some wings on, you could be an angel, you could be a butterfly. Yeah, they very t- different wings. Butterflies taste with their tongues. Wait, that tastes with their feet. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everything tastes with their tongues, except butterflies who taste with their feet. So, like, tongues and feet? If you like feet or tongues. Yeah, That's I think... already a thing. What, okay, all right. What about a... All right. You know that world's ugliest dog? Yes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, like I those sort of, he's dead now. He's dead now. Rest in peace. Don't haunt me. <laughs> Our eyes at each other, both just like, who's going to say it right? Um, <laughs> Dead, time for a joke. 
you know, it's the one where Robert Kardashian died. So we're doing hitting all the notes. We're hitting the sexy bunnies, the Henry Winklers. We're checking our phones. We're taking it real serious. Okay. Okay. So Chloe's gonna turn into an alcoholic tonight, and um, yeah. <laughs> Courtney says that Chloe's acting bipolar because she's like screaming one or one minute she's making a joke the next. I'm like, sure. that just sounds like a person. Acting. That's not what bipolar right. is. <laughs> <laughs> People are allowed to be angry and then fight. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. yeah. You're acting so bipolar. You're hungry, then we eat, and then you're just not hungry. Yeah, like, what's wrong and think you have mental illness? <laughs> like, no, that's just how people are. Like, <laughs> Um, yeah. So Chloe then says that she wants to go home. She's had fun. She's going home. Half Has she become an alcoholic for the night? I don't know. Does an alcoholic get a DUI? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what a comeback. <laughs> so she gets in her car. She says halfway home, she feels pretty, pretty buzzed. And that's when the police pull her over. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So she's feeling pretty buzzed. The police pull her over and her talking head. She thinks when the police pull her over, all she can think is, fuck a duck. <laughs> sexy animals. Yeah. How would you make a duck sexy? Um, Fluffy? They're fluffy. That's hot. Ducklings. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just undone all your good work? Is this the thing you can't make sexy? Maybe. Oh, yeah, actually, because ducks have, like, corkscrew penises. Right. So you like that's that? that? No, that's not sexy. It's not sexy. No. Okay. Um, what about... You know what I was thinking about earlier when you are talking about sexy bunnies is uh, that Cadbury bunny. Yeah. That was a thing. That people were like, that, yeah, she's... that chocolate... Actually, <laughs> she... I was going to say, she had, like, a sexy voice. I was going to do it. It sounded like Bob Dylan... <laughs> Hips and Cadbury's, man. Because Bob Dylan sounds like... I'm the sexy bunny. But... I'm the sexy chocolate bunny. <laughs> man, have another piece of my chocolate. Hey, take another piece. Yeah. <laughs> no, what did she actually sound like, though? She did like that. <laughs> no, she did not. There was a different bunny this year. What? There was it, a bunny this year? Yeah, no, it was sexy? different. It wasn't sexy. It was no. just a bunny. And it was really cute, but it was weird because it was like CGI and it looked really real. Who's the like sexiest that. cartoon? Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit. God, rabbits are... Rabbit. Is it because of the association of rabbits to like having a lot of sex that people are like... You know what? Yeah. You think I've cracked yeah, it? Yeah. I've never seen you look so <laughs> pleased. <laughs> we broke the case wide open. No, no, we co- we closed the case. We blo- broke it open, then quickly closed it. <laughs> yeah, that's why bunnies that's why. are sexy because they have sex a lot. But so do hamsters and stuff, don't they? Yeah, but you're not just gonna be like, oh, sexy rodent. Like mm. it has to be specific. Also, I think like a rabbit is a sex toy. I feel like they're fairly new. Yeah, I don't think. I think they're named after the phenomenon of sexy cartoon yeah, bunnies. I think so. Yeah. And let's let's remember for all the people upset at home, Jessica Rabbit was a not human. a rabbit. Yeah. We both know this, but yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. people thinking we don't. Well, want my mum didn't. Did I tell you this story? Maybe. We were in Disneyland Paris, and there was a big display of Jessica Rabbit. Me, mom, my sister were like, "Oh, Jessica Rabbit, we love Who Framed Roger Rabbit." My mum went, "Huh." Jessica Rabbit's not a rabbit. And we were like, uh, no, she's married to a rabbit. His surname's Rabbit. That's why her name's Jessica Rabbit. Duh. Yeah. Which, like, makes no sense. No. Why is her surname Rabbit? Because she's married to a cartoon rabbit whose last name is Rabbit. You know... Why is she not called Jessica Human? Was that her maiden name? Because he's Roger Rabbit <laughs> and Mickey Mouse. Like, was she Jessica Lady? I think she... Yeah, I think that by the logic of the film, that is true. If they divorce... Yeah. She's Jessica Rabbit, nay woman. <laughs> yeah, rabbits are sexy because they have so much sex. Yeah. Chloe says, fuck a duck. Who gets arrested. Don't famously get have a lot of sex. No. So the guy's like, have you been drinking tonight? And she's like, yeah, I've been drinking. And he's like, how much? And she says, about four drinks. <laughs> Which is so vague. <laughs> is that like four shots four pints four yards of ale <laughs> <laughs> and about four so it could yeah, be one about four drinks <laughs> like, 
Mm, okay, get out the car, miss. <laughs> She's like, I know I shouldn't be driving. And he's like, yep, field sobriety test. <laughs> Put your left foot in front of your leg and she can't do it. Arms at your side, can't do it. She is Gone. drunk. So she gets pulled over if she does not pass a field sobriety test. And um, he's like telling her to do the stuff like put your left foot in front of your body whatever he's like put your hands behind your head she does this and he starts to handcuff her and she goes this isn't a test (laughs) (laughs) oh chloe that is that is mean yeah Yeah, she just thinks she's like doing balance things and he's like yep put your hands behind your head you're done get in the car and she's like what (laughs) that is pretty funny yeah so she calls Courtney, who like she's been out with, but is now home in bed with Scott drinking red wine. <laughs> and she's Chloe's like, Courtney, don't hang up. I'm in jail. And Courtney's like, what? And she's like, I had a DUI. They're not gonna let me out till like the morning. You need to come get me. Do not tell Kim, and do not tell Chris, and do not tell Bruce. Right. And Courtney, why does she want Kim to know? No, she doesn't want Kim. Yeah, to know. why? Which she's just embarrassed, and I think because Courtney's her eldest sister and the most right. mature, she's thinking, I'll get Courtney, Courtney will handle it, yep. we'll keep it a secret. Sure. Like, you know, never mind the fact that they have people filming them the entire time. <laughs> but she's like, Courtney, you come and get me, don't tell anyone. Yep. That's what's going to happen. And Courtney says, okay, immediately phones Kim. <laughs> she literally is like, don't tell Kim, okay, ring, ring, hello, <laughs> and it's Kim. <laughs> um... She's like, I get out at noon, don't tell anyone. So next day, we know that Courtney and Chloe and Kim all know that Chloe's done this and it's yeah. meant to be a secret from the parents. Okay. So Courtney and Kim are just pretending that everything's fine. Yeah. So next day at Dash, Chris arrives and Kim and Chloe are there. And um, she's like, where's Chloe? Chloe always opens. And they're like, oh, we don't know. And it's like, Chloe always opens. She's never, <laughs> she's never late. Like, she always opens the store. Where is she? And they're like, don't know. Haven't heard from her. <laughs> as lies go, it's basic. <laughs> yeah. As lies go, it's good because you're not being like, she's at home where she can go check. Yeah. Just like, well, we don't know. So that's the end of it. Like, <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think they could have spent five minutes kicking around ideas as to where she could be. I don't know. As someone who's a terrible liar, I don't know if you know this about me, I'm like horrendous at lying. Right. So if people ask me something and I shouldn't answer, I won't lie. I will just tell them I can't tell you. Right. Because if I start to lie, they'll be like, you're clearly lying. (laughs) Tell me the truth. And then I feel like I owe them the truth. So I'm just like, well, you're not finding out. It's a thing you're not allowed to know. (laughs) When people say to me... Mm-hmm. This probably speaks more to, about me than about other people. But when people say, oh, I'm a terrible liar, I think that's a lie to make all other lies seem more plausible. No. Because look at her. She, what she just said sounded so un- unlikely, but she's a terrible liar. She said so in the past. Yeah. She said it so convincingly. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. I really, truly believe that. Okay. I'm honest. Sounds like it's a lie, doesn't lie. it? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so Chris keeps being like, it's so weird that Chloe isn't here. <laughs> and Kim, she says like, Chris is like, Kim is clearly nervous. Chloe isn't here. I'm worried. <laughs> um, so Kim and Chris are at lunch. They're having lunch. And, uh, so this is about 12. This is about the yeah, time that she began. Yeah, back. about yeah. noon. Yeah. yeah. And do, can I just say, do we know what's happened to the car? No. 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 Do we find out at any, any point? No. Interesting. I would think you would just be allowed it back, wouldn't you? Yeah, but they would just you're not allowed to drive it again. Why not? Because you're drunk. No, they would keep you in until you were sober, wouldn't they? Yeah, but the car they're not going to drive the car home for you. They're not insured, are they? No, the person who's let out is, can drive. Yeah, but... Oh, don't they say like someone has to come pick you up? And then you can get the car like at another time. So the car's just left by the roadside? No. <laughs> I can't lie to you. <laughs> I can't tell you pretending that I know when I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to the car. Weird question. <laughs> okay, so they're having lunch. 
And Chris keeps being like, you know, Chloe phones me like three times in the morning to ask if I want a coffee before I go to the store and she hasn't called me. You guys haven't heard from her. She didn't open the store. I don't know where she is. <laughs> and Kim is just clearly like sweating. Like, <laughs> like, she's like smiling and like she's clearly up to something she knows what happened she's just like eating her salad with a grin on her face just being like yeah don't know <laughs> um, it strikes me that Chris Jenner isn't a woman who lets sleeping dogs lie like I, I don't imagine her to be like yeah something's going on I'll leave that yeah be. if they wanted to tell me they'd tell me yeah. no Chris Jenner is like it is my business yeah. <laughs> she literally says that one episode she's like it is we're, we make it our business to know things like <laughs> Chris is like, I am entitled to know everything. <laughs> Chris is like, where is she? Kim does this little laugh and she's like, it's not funny, but Chloe's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched this and I laid down on the floor because the way she says it is just so funny. And she's like nodding and smiling and she says, Chloe's in jail right after saying it's not funny. She's like thrilled to be delivering this news. And Chris is immediately like, what? I've been with you all day asking, 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 where's Chloe? She actually says, it's been three hours. I've been asking you where she is. You knew this whole time she was in jail and you didn't tell me. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kim's like, yeah, she got a DUI. We knew, um, but Chloe, Courtney's going to go pick her up. And Chris is like, Courtney, I should have been the person you called out her mother. You should have immediately told me and I would have gone to pick her up. Why are you even here having lunch with me? If your sister's <laughs> in jail, go to your sister. Like, if you weren't going to tell me, why are you with me? <laughs> Chris is just... Angry on so many levels. She's like, I'm angry she's arrested. I'm angry my daughters didn't tell me. I'm angry I'm having lunch. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Courtney's taking care of it, as Kim says. <laughs> Chris is like, well, I need to see Chloe. So they're having lunch still, and Chris immediately calls Robert Shapiro. Do you know who he is? No. He also defended OJ Simpson. So At the same time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, there were a few of them. So he was part of the dream team, as they called it. OJ's dream team. Did you never hear that? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was like Robert Shapiro, Robert Kardashian, a couple others, I'm sure. Anyway, funny other thing about Robert Shapiro, because obviously I googled him. Um, he co-founded LegalZoom. You know LegalZoom? No. Sponsors a lot of podcasts. Oh, right. He also, and I didn't know this at all, created Somo the Sober Monkey, a children's book character in Somo Says No. How are you spelling... S-O-M-O. Somo Sober Monkey. Yeah. In a book called Somo Says No. Um, Also, he also co-owns Shoedazzle.com with Kim. What's Shoedazzle? Clothes website. Shoes website. Okay. I don't know. Robert Shapiro's in with the Kardashian-Jenner family, obviously, for many reasons. Yeah. um, Oh, also, have you been watching American Crime Story? No. No, do you know what it is? No. No, you don't. It's uh, created by Mar- Ryan Murphy of American Horror Story, American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, which is a serialised yeah. TV show of uh, O.J. Simpson's trial. Rory Shapiro in that is played uh-huh. by John Travolta. Wow. Yeah. Do you know who plays Robert Kardashian in it? No. David Schwimmer. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had a long phone call with Kris Jenner before it to um, like learn what Robert Kardashian was like before he did the role and um he was offered the chance to meet the family and he said no but, i mean did you did you know that oj simpson had in kim kardashian's bedroom like, oj like, simpson did what decorated head, head. oh his yeah <laughs> hid in kim kardashian's bedroom mm-hmm. from what the police yeah was she in there i don't know wow no i did not i did okay. not know that this is a portion of the show because before we get on to the rest of the episode, I want to give you some more backstory on Robert Kardashian, O.J. Simpson, Chris Jenner. Yeah. So I'm going to be reading some expert excerpts from Chris Jenner and all things Kardashian. Yeah. I'm going to start with chapter two, R.G.K. Who do you think that's about? Robert Gordon Kardashian. Yep. Is it Gordon? No. Oh. <laughs> Should I just read this whole thing? It's like ten pages. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Ten pages sounds a lot. Okay, but there's more after that. <laughs> okay, so, right, okay. 
Um, she is dating a professional golfer named Anthony. He's 12 years older than her. She goes to this golf thing. Okay? That, okay. That's what's happening right now. Okay. Okay. Every year, my mother would go to the Del Mar Thoroughbred Club, very close to San Diego, on opening day. Going to Del Mar was exciting because it was an, such an example of wealth and high society. The clothes were amazing and the fashion was over the top. We lived in a beautiful neighborhood in San Diego, but I wasn't used to going to big events. Naturally, I jumped the chance to go to Del Mar with my mum. <laughs> mum took us a couple of times over the years, but that summer we were living in Anthony's place. Debbie and some other friends of ours went to the track on our own. Debbie's our best friend. Okay. It was a beautiful day in Del Mar. I was beside myself with excitement. The women were all in gorgeous white with big hats and giant sunglasses. I was wearing a white pantsuit with a huge hat and sunglasses, like some 1920s movie star. Around my neck was a gold necklace with a pendant that spelled out the words, oh shit, I still have that necklace. Jesus Christ, we cannot do 10 pages of this. <laughs> we were having lunch at the Turf Club, the private club at Del Mar. <laughs> I named you said Del Mar. <laughs> I walked out to make a $2 bet after I placed my bet, I stood next to a nearby pillar to wait for Debbie, her best friend, to place her bet. That's when I noticed a guy standing in front of me. Hi. A nearby pillar. She waited. Oh, it's got all the amenities. <laughs> nearby schools and a nearby pillar. So this guy comes up to her and he says, Hi, is your name Janet? That is the worst pickup line I've ever heard, I replied. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Is your name Janet? He continued. He was dressed in a blazer and slacks, platform shoes with slicked back hair and this big mustache. He looked very successful and a lot like the singer Tony Orlando. Platform shoes? Mm -hmm. Is this the 70s? Yes. Okay. No, my name is not Janet, I told him. Well then what is it? He asked. What's your name? I shot back. I'm Robert Kardashian. Okay, my name is Chris. What's your last name? Why do you want to know? Because you look exactly like a girl I used to go out with. If you used to go out with her, you should know her last name. Come on, tell me your name. It's Chris Hutton. Hutton. We've still not established how this was spelled. <laughs> how do you spell it? K-R-I-S-H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. Where do you live? By then I'd had enough. He was so bold. He was hitting on me. I thought he was cute. I also thought he was way too old for me. <laughs> San Diego, I said. Oh, he said and paused. Well, would you ever consider going out with me? No. <laughs> he, he stared down at my necklace, which of course spelled out, oh shit. Nice necklace, he said. Thanks, I said. I have to admit, I was snobby. I knew I looked pretty cute. I was on my game that day, and I knew it. I turned to go back to the turf club. Maybe I'll call you sometime. What's your phone number, he called out after me. I'm not giving you my phone number, I replied firmly, and that was that. <laughs> so that's how Chris, Jenner, and Robert Kardashian met. At wow. a nearby pillar at the turf club. <laughs> that pillar now has a plaque. <laughs> This is where it started. Well, that's, um... Oh, it continues. Oh. Did you think that was ten pages? <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> I felt his eyes on me for the rest of the day. I would look around and find him practically stalking me, standing in the corner, staring at me. When a race was about to begin, I would go to the window to place another bed. Sure enough, there's Robert Kardashian, waiting for me to show up. This time, he had brought his brother. I'd like to introduce you to my brother Tommy, he said. He and Tommy and their father, Arthur, came to races every year, just like we did. Nice to meet you, I said to Robert's brother. Then to Robert, see you later. Are you still not going to give me your number? Nope, not going to give you my number. Back in the early 70s, you could look up just about anybody in the phone book. I wasn't listed, though, because Debbie and I had just moved into Anthony's house about six months before. Oh my God. <laughs> what the fuck? We had a new phone line of our own. It was just an old-fashioned one-line dial-up. Oh my God. Day, She's focusing on just nothing. <laughs> One day, David was at work when the telephone rang. Hi there, Chris. It's Bob Kardashian, he said. Remember? The races? I remembered all too well. What? How did you get my number, I asked. The races, not the racist. <laughs> I yes. heard racist. Sorry. <laughs> my friend Johnny Migdal works for the telephone company, he said. Oh my God, I thought. But I just said, well, hi. <laughs> I put him off for weeks and weeks as he kept trying to convince me to go out with them. He called me twice a week. Then weeks turned into months. He had this low voice and it was so adult and grown up. He actually scared me a little bit. He was a little intimidating. Oh. <laughs> oh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got to know him a little over the phone, you know, when he was stalking her, <laughs> even though I really didn't want to for some reason. Robert said that he lived in Beverly Hills and he had a really nice house. He told me about his close Armenian family, but every time he would get around to asking me out, I would say, I really can't. I never told him the full story about Anthony, but I did eventually tell him that I was dating someone else and that his name was Anthony and he, that he was a PGA golfer. <laughs> She's into golfers. Is she? Go golf. Oh, well, she's into one golfer and a guy who'd like to golf. <laughs> okay, so more happens. Uh, there's more naming uh, golf people. Arnold Palmer, Tiger Woods. Oh my God. Why? <laughs> Why is Tiger Woods in this? <laughs> it was like having your boyfriend play against Tiger Woods. He's not actually right, there. Okay. <laughs> he's like, he's like he's four. Like <laughs> Man, I'm so into golfers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, they meet them again at golfing, and he brings up that she's cute. He's, like, kind of stalking her. And then Anthony proposes, and then um, she is having a date with Robert, even though she's engaged to (laughs) Anthony. And, um, yeah, they get caught. By by Anthony. Anthony. Where are they having a date? Yeah. And they were no, no, party. where are they having a date? Do you want me to read the entire thing? <laughs> nope. Just uh, summarize. Well, they're at home at this point. They're in Anthony's house. And um, Anthony comes up. What? And they get caught. Maybe maybe you should read that okay. bit. Okay. Anthony proposed and I had been having so much fun dating him that I thought saying yes was the right thing to do. But as time passed, I started to realise that I didn't really want to marry Anthony. At 19, I was too young to be engaged to anyone. I had also reconnected with my biological father. My dad had moved back to San Diego and I reached out to him a lot. My dad became not just the dad who didn't get along with my mom when I was a child. He became more like a friend. He was a really cool guy. (laughs) I really enjoyed the time I would spend with them. We formed this really amazing bond during that time. Don't know what that has to do with our proposal. Also around this time, I fell in love with cooking. Debbie and I entertained... What the fuck? (laughs) She just focuses. It's like... Give it a minute! It's like she's got a beautiful picture. And all she talks about is the frame. <laughs> 246 pages of frame before it gets to chapter 12, keeping up with the Kardashians, I'll have you know. 246 pages of frame. So, also around this time, I fell in love with cooking. Debbie and I entertained at Anthony's house on his tiny patio, taking turns hosting parties. Debbie would make the best tacos and peach margaritas and amazing dips and guacamole. Oh my and God. I would eat steaks, Caesar salads, and baked potatoes. Yes. <laughs> I remind you, this is not the first time I've read this book. We invited our friends over and I started inviting my dad. Dad got to know Anthony a bit. He already knew Debbie. When I told him about Robert, he wanted to get to know him too. But it wasn't meant to be. The night of our big, long-awaited date, Robert picked me up and said, let's go to the movies. He had actually flown from Los Angeles to San Diego just for our date that night. After the movie, we ended up back at my house, which it was also, of course, Stella Anthony's house. Debbie was working that night, so Robert and I were alone, and somehow we made our way upstairs. We were messing around and heading in our direction for some major hanky-panky when we heard the front door out open. Open. Anthony was home. That's in italics. Chris, I heard him calling from downstairs. I looked at Robert, and Robert looked at me. Oh, shit. We were so busted. We flew to our feet, but we were stuck upstairs in Anthony's townhouse. And we are not talking about the Taj Mahal here. It wasn't a big place. How are we getting out of here, I thought. We shouldn't jump out of a second-story window. I couldn't hide Robert in the closet. Thank God we had our clothes on. Let's make a run for it, I said, and we went running down the stairs right past Anthony (laughs) and headed for the front door. It was stupid and immature of me to think we could get away with that. (laughs) What are you doing here, Anthony? yelled at Robert. I stopped, turned around, and I answered, Oh, this is my friend Bob. (laughs) What are you doing here, man? Anthony repeated, and he, he and Robert got into it. Anthony started to grab Robert, and I immediately realised Robert was not a fighter. He was standing there in his designer jeans, Gucci loafers, and a gorgeous Gucci sweater with an anchor knitted into it. Anthony <laughs> grabbed the sweater first. Don't touch the sweater, Robert screamed. Oh my That's god! My <laughs> Don't touch the sweater! He'd stolen his brother's brand new Gucci sweater out of his closet to wear for a big first date. Not thinking he might get attacked by a really pissed off professional golfer while wearing it. Anthony didn't give a damn. He grabbed the sweater and ripped it, stretching it out terribly and ruining it. Robert just broke away and went hauling down the street, running for his life. This is the most upper-class brawl I've ever fucking heard about. That's because it's between Robert Kardashian and, and PGA golfer. golfer Anthony. 
I ran past Anthony, grabbed my car keys from the front table, jumped to my little red Mazda, locked the doors, <laughs> and took off after Robert. When I reached him, we were both shaking. Get in the car, get in the car, I yelled. He hopped in and we could see Anthony in the rear view mirror chasing us down the street. <laughs> I am never coming back here again, Robert said. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I said. I was so upset. I thought he would never speak to me again. I had told him that Anthony and I weren't getting along, but I never meant to put him in such a situation. Where do you want me to go? I asked him. Just take me to the airport, Robert said. When you get things straightened out with this guy or decide what you want to do, we'll talk. But that was scary. I dropped him off and he flew back to LA. I didn't hear from him for a really long time. He'd probably never been in a fight in his life before that night. Probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he was meant to bring her to a party and she uh, didn't come. She stayed in Europe with her boyfriend. And then she says, I returned from Europe with Anthony, still unable to figure out how to call things off. She wants to break up with Anthony. Yeah. With Robert. Then um, uh, there's some woman, I think, is start calling the house looking for Anthony. She realizes he's having an affair and she decides that she's leaving him. She went to her mother's house and called Robert and she said that she's done with Anthony and she is going to meet Robert. And uh, so... I got dressed, got on a plane and flew to LA where I rushed out of the airport and meet Robert Kardashian for our first legitimate date. Sitting in a green Mercedes waiting for me at the curb at the airport were Robert and OJ Simpson. This is OJ, my best friend, Robert told me, introducing me to the famous football player. While I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God. We drove back to Robert's house in Beverly Hills. Robert Kardashian, OJ Simpson and me. (laughs) It doesn't speak well of Robert Kardashian that his best friend was OJ sister sisters OJ sister <laughs> the girl band the girl. who only does songs to do with your crime that would be great yeah it's gonna happen it's me and and uh, me <laughs> so let's get back to keeping up with Kardashians <laughs> so Chris Jenner Robert Kardashian meet by nearby pillar nearby pillar they have an affair they continue to date their friends with OJ Simpson and Nicole Brown then uh they break up they've had their kids they've had like a few kids break up she's with bruce nicole's dead a few years later robert's dead a few years later we're at this episode dui dui so so with the sober monkey it's available oh my god yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's like a lifetime ago (laughs) okay i just realized where that all came from so chris is on the phone with the Robert Shapiro. Shapiro. <laughs> Chris um, says, I should have been the next call, and then I would have called Robert, and it would have been done. Which makes her sound like a gangster. Yeah. She's like, you should have called me, I would have called Robert, it would have been done. <laughs> what did she think was going to happen? <laughs> like, Chloe's at a DUI, she just needs to stay in until she's yep. sober, then she gets out. She yep. needs to call a lawyer. Like, you need to call Robert Shapiro, OJ Simpson's defence lawyer, because your daughter's being kept in jail overnight. That's not the same thing. Robert Shapiro would get that phone call and be like, aha, fuck off. <laughs> I defend murderers. <laughs> your daughter was just an alcoholic for, for the a night. night. <laughs> get her in bed, have a shower, eat some food, it's over. <laughs> Chris is really upset though. She's like, I should have been there. We should have been there. She's raging. So, uh, and then Kim gets upset because Chris is shouting at her and she's like, why don't you blame your alcoholic daughter? I'm the only one who doesn't drink. (laughs) Kim is upset at Chris because Chris is upset at Kim because Chloe had a DUI. (laughs) Okay, so... Chris, uh, Chris goes to pick up Chloe, mm-hmm. which Chloe's not going to be happy about. No. She's expecting Courtney. Yeah. She's expecting only Courtney. She thinks only Courtney knows. <laughs> so Chris uh, appears. She's wearing a hideous green tracksuit. Like <laughs> Colour of money. Yeah. Colour of money. <laughs> um, so Chloe's raging because she's like just out of view and she's like, what's my mum doing here? This is exactly <laughs> why I didn't want to happen. So they're in the car. And Chris has been really nice to her. She's like, do you need anything to drink? Did they give you anything in there? Are you okay? And Chloe's like, no, it's poisonous in there. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I haven't eaten. I haven't drank. I just want to go home. And Chris is like, okay, but you know we're going to have to talk later. Like, (laughs) like, not okay. (laughs) Um, um, 
and then Chloe tries to explain she's like I knew that I shouldn't have been driving because I'd been drinking but Kim and Courtney had left me and I couldn't do anything but drive home which makes me think that Chloe doesn't know what a cab is because <laughs> she's like no mom I had to drive home drunk <laughs> Kim and Courtney left and it's like um call a cab <laughs> have someone else drive you <laughs> yeah. yeah so she insists that she knew that she was too drunk but she was alone so what was she meant to do and then that's when Chris is like well what are we gonna tell Bruce and Chloe's like we are not telling Bruce anything <laughs> like she's screaming at her now she's like I'm not telling Bruce anything and neither are you and then Chris is like you put other people's lives in danger like never mind your own one we have to tell them because you could have killed someone yeah. like it's very serious and Courtney's just raging she's like I haven't eaten I haven't drank I haven't even used a toilet this is not the right time and I mean like kind of is the I right time when you're immediately out of jail is the right time to talk about why you're in jail <laughs> and to talk about the fact that later once you've had a chance to do all those things <laughs> maybe we might need to yeah, talk about yeah you're gonna it. have to it's not think like, of what you're gonna say <laughs> yeah it's not like you, we need to talk about it now it's like once you are comfortable yeah and have all the things you need we'll have a chat yeah, Chris is like when, once you've gotten home and cleaned up you should have thought by then what you're gonna tell Bruce and we'll do it mm-hmm. and she's like no <laughs> <laughs> And then she's like, I've been in prison for, uh, not prison, she's like, I've been in jail all night, of course I've been thinking about it, this is not the right time, and Chris is just like, well, <laughs> obviously they're both angry at each other, but I think Chris deservedly yeah. so, Chloe yeah. should be a bitch, um, and then they get home, she's like about to go have a shower or whatever, and Chris is like, you know, you're going to have to start thinking, what will your, your dad say about this? Which brings it back to the remembering oh, dadness of it. Yeah. And Courtney's like super bummed because she's like, really, you had to bring that up? Like, yeah. I don't want to think about my dead dad. I'm no. already feeling guilty. I'm yeah. already having to tell my stepdad. Like, it's not kicking her while she's down. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, so they're all sitting around before she tells Bruce. And Kim's like, it must have happened for a reason. <laughs> Which I just think is really funny. Because, <laughs> like, what is the reason that Kim thinks? About four drinks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. About four drinks. <laughs> so uh, they're like, tell Bruce he's going to understand. You you learned, you've made a mistake, but you've learned from it. So you, you just got to tell him. So uh, she goes and gets Bruce, who's, like, sitting alone. She's like, me and mum have to tell you something. And he's like what is it this time? <laughs> they all go back to like the living room and they're all there. And she's like, I got a DUI. And he's just like, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> Bruce is immediately like, and everyone knew before me. He's not even angry about the DUI. He's angry that he's the last to know. <laughs> and then he's like, this is stupid. Really stupid. You know, my brother was killed in a car accident. Dead, killed, gone, 18 years old, fooling around in a car if your dad was around. So Bruce is immediately just like, my brother died in a car accident. You're a fucking idiot. You could have mm. killed someone. And then, she, he, I mean, he literally says like, my brother's killed in an accident. Killed, dead, gone. He's literally being like, death, death, <laughs> death. Think about your dead father. Like, Chloe's just feeling like dead, all of the dead, guilt. dad. Like, exactly. He's like, think about your dad. Think about my dead brother. Think about car accidents. Think about your guilt. So Bruce is just really hammering home. He's like, you should yeah. be guilty as fuck. Your dad would be upset. I'm upset. My dead brother's upset. And that's when Rob pipes in. And I love that I put Rob pipes in. Because I never speak like that. He says, people drinking and driving kill themselves. And that's when Kim says, kill yourself, that's fine. It's selfish to do that to harm other people. So, Chloe's just having her whole family be like, you're an idiot. Kim literally saying, kill yourself, that's fine. Don't kill other people. If it could be me, then there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I love that Kim literally says, kill yourself, that's fine. <laughs> like, Chloe's just being kicked. Like, I mean, Is she, she upset at she, this point? Is yeah, she like, she's, crying? Yeah, she's not crying, but she's definitely upset. And I just think it's funny because the episode starts with Courtney just having misplaced anger at her father's death and them all being like, Chloe's bipolar, Chloe's psycho. And then them all just being like, Chloe, you should feel like shit. And it's like, this whole episode is like, Chloe cannot do a thing right. <laughs> She's not allowed to be angry or sad in the correct way. She's not allowed to make mistakes. Like, she just hate her. And then, um, yeah. The next day at Dash, Courtney and Kim are talking. 
And they're like, she's still full of rage. She's crazy. She's probably a psychopath. And then Courtney says, she probably ties up her boyfriends and cuts her dick off with an axe. (laughs) (laughs) She probably does. You know, she's angry about her dad dying. She probably cuts off dicks with an axe. Thing is, an axe. An axe. It's like American Psycho. But it's tricky. Like a dick and an axe. No. Unless it... Uh. A big, big dick or a small axe. Yeah, yeah. You definitely hit some other stuff. Yeah, you would. You would. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's like a gymnast. <laughs> what? In which case, easy, easy. <laughs> but yeah, they're just like saying horrible shit about her. Yeah. Which she made a mistake. She's really upset. Yeah. She's already upset, and they're just piling on like you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably gonna kill someone at one point Courtney says she's like a loose cannon who could explode at any minute <laughs> I'm like loose cannon what year is this <laughs> but then Chloe and Chris at home while they're bitching about her at Dash she's like I'm just really upset I don't know why everyone's been horrible to me and I don't know why why everyone's fighting so much and Chris is like look it's the anniversary of your dad's death I think we all are still dealing with some grief and we don't really know what to do with it, so we all fight with each other because we all understand. So we all just get angry at each other. Right. And which is a perfectly yep. reasonable explanation. Like, you know, we're all upset. We're all upset by the same thing. We can only talk about it with each other. We all end up fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is pretty reasonable here. Yeah. And uh, Chloe's like, yeah, uh, dad always smoothed things over. So that's what I want to do for my family. Mm. I'm going to go and do that. So she goes to Dash. And she gives Courtney and Kim necklaces, like, to apologize. She's like, they're, like, apology necklaces. And they're in the shape of music notes. Because apparently Robert Kardashian had a music note on his keychain. Which is, like, yeah, they explain it. But when she first gives them the necklaces and it's just, like, a music note, it's like, why do you... <laughs> what's that got to do with your DUI? <laughs> I'm sorry I screamed at you through some music note necklaces. She gives them the music note necklaces. And they're all like, oh, thanks makeup and then at home Kim's looking through home movies and she says she's like every moment of our lives he would videotape us as kids and he was narrating all of it so I think that kind of explains why yeah they're okay being filmed all the time because also they show a lot of clips from like home movies during the episode and like yeah he seemed to film them a lot really so I think that's also maybe why they're kind of okay with it okay and maybe informed their sort of being they're comfortable having a camera on them yeah, um, yeah. And they just think that everything they do is worth filming. Yeah. Interesting, because it always has Because that's been. always what it is. Yeah. They think everyone is watching with the love that their parents did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so then they're in a home movie and uh, they're in a, the girls are all in a bath. And you hear Robert Kardashian say, can you girls speak any Armenian? And the girls like watching are like, no. <laughs> and then they, they throw, uh, they push Chloe out of the bath. <laughs> And then Bruce walks in and he sees them all watching this home movie in real life. Yeah. He's, not that it wasn't real life. He's watching them in a bath. And he looks at and he says, you have no clothes on. Things haven't changed. <laughs> the zinger. I know. The zinger from Go Golf. Yeah. And um, Chris walks in and she's like, oh, they're all cute. And Chloe then says, she's like, oh, I think all the, the blessings that we have now are because we have a, a guardian angel. Robert Kardashian. Please don't haunt us. Please be a guardian angel. What? <laughs> Please don't haunt us. Please oh, be a guardian angel. Okay. Yeah. Robert Kardashian is a guardian angel. Yeah. I shed a tear. That's how I ended that one. Next episode is You Are So Pregnant, Dude. From Death to Life. Oh, that is exciting. Mm-hmm. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was a tougher episode in terms of like, you know, sad things yeah. happened. Death. Alcoholism. Alcoholism for a night. Mm-hmm. Jail. Yeah. It's a serious one. Yeah. So forgive us for going so off topic, but I think you can understand. <laughs> yeah, when the to... topics we're given for a comedy podcast is <laughs> death and jail. <laughs> it's not really easy. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah. Not you. We'll just You'll carry see on. before that. Yeah. yeah. We've got plans for tonight. <laughs> If 
want to get in touch with us, you can reach us on Twitter at Tweeting Up With. You can check out our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash QQTK, that's K-U-W-K-U-W-T-K, or email us at QQTK at gmail.com, K-U-W-K-U-W-T-K at gmail.com. Get out of here. Scram. Up with the Kardashians is a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.